Hello, and welcome to Dairy Defined. Farmer mental health. It's a challenging topic. Between the unique pressures of life in agriculture and the issues with access that come with living in a rural area, for too long, the topic simply hasn't been discussed. But that's changing. Today, we talk about the Farmer Angel Network, created to build strong rural communities that support agriculture by providing education, resources, and fellowship with a focus on mental health. Randy Roker, a Wisconsin dairy farmer and a board member of the Foremost Farms USA Cooperative, joins us today to talk about the network, the challenges of mental health for a farmer, and how agriculture is finally building a community to handle these issues. Thank you for joining us, Randy. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Tell us a little bit about the network, what it is, how it started, and most importantly, perhaps, why it started. The Farmer Angel Network started in the fall of 2018 after the unfortunate suicide of a neighboring farmer. And we met in our local church, St. Peter's Lutheran Church here in Loganville, and we felt that was a place where we could gather and just talk about what happened. And at that meeting, we had about 50 people for our first meeting. We didn't expect that, and we just had such an outpouring of people that showed up. And at that meeting, then we had a reporter from the Wisconsin State Journal, and that story that he did was picked up on the AP network, and the next thing you knew, NBC Nightly News was out at our farm and in our community interviewing people. And we've actually had stories done now from all over the world. You've shared also some stories uh, of your own struggles with depression. Could you tell us a little bit about your farm, some of what you faced, and the journey where that took you? Well, Roker's Rolling Acres is now going on the fourth generation, and the farm was started in the 1930s by my grandfather. And after graduating from the UW Farm and Industry Short Course, I returned home to, you know, with a goal of modernizing our farm. And it took me many years to accomplish this. And then shortly after construction of our new facility, the worldwide recession hit in 2008. And, you know, milk dropped at that time to a little bit over $9. And my life was basically a mess. And, you know, faced with losing this legacy that my grandfather had started, I sunk into a very deep depression. And, you know, I talk about my struggles openly now, and it's actually kind of hard you know, my mom and dad are in their early 80s, and they are one of those that they don't like you to share stories like this. But I feel that if I can help one person, so that's why I'm so open with my struggles. And when I was going through this, I seen eight psychiatrists and seven therapists, and I was on over 20 medications, and I was in the hospital three times, and I had electroconvulsive shock therapy done nine times to try and reset my brain, I guess. But uh, that's the struggles that I went through. And you know, it, my life was a mess, but I pulled through that okay. As a dairy farmer, what were some of the unique challenges you feel that you and, and other farmers are facing when dealing with maintaining mental health? Well, the struggle that farmers have in maintaining their mental, mental health, I believe, are a combination of different things. Mainly, it's a lot of farmers are very isolated, and they don't get off the farm very much. And this leads to kind of getting stuck in the same rut over and over again. And everybody needs a break from the farm. If it's just to go out with friends or get away with the family, but we all need that time off. And I think that's what's leading to a lot of this is just the isolation and you know hard work all the time and you just never get a break. But you know, you talked about people in their 70s and 80s and not wanting to talk about this so much. I mean, it's a different mentality. How do you get through that while still being respectful of 
what a lot of people, you know, achieved. And they'll say, I did it on my own. I didn't need help. Yeah, that's the challenge we're having. Uh, you know, our farm right now, like I said, is going on the fourth generation. So, you know, unfortunately, my grandfather is gone, but my dad is still here and my mom and then my kids are involved, too. So when you have this different age group, it's a challenge to farm together. And, you know, it's hard. You know, we want to be open and, you know, talk about our struggles that we're having. And yet the older generation, this is something, you know, it's this stigma that you have with mental health that you're not supposed to talk about it. But that's one of the goals of the Farmer Angel Network is that we want to make it okay to talk about this. And I would think it's a way to help bring people together and and deal with some of that isolation you were discussing earlier. Definitely. And that's one thing with the Farmer Angel Network. A couple of years ago before COVID, we actually had a there's an older drive-in movie theater and we had a night there and I think we had over 200 people that night and actually now on February 11th we're going to have another uh, movie night for farmers to come to and you know we get concessions provided for free from different uh, businesses in the area so that's one thing that we like to do is just to get together and forget about the farm for once and you know just have fun. So taking a look at the uh, the Farmer Angel Network specifically, what are some of the activities that you've been doing and how have you been evolving as you know, you've gotten more experience at this and, and more insight into what farmers need? So in the past, we've actually done QPR training. We teamed up with the Sauk County Health Department here where I live and they came in and, you know, they provide this training. So it's actually, it's a QPR, it stands for question, persuade, and refer. So they'll put training on for different groups. You know, I don't care if it's your veterinarians or nutritionists or bankers or whoever, they're the ones that get out to the farm and they see how farmers are when they're talking with them. So, you know, they can come right out and question them. You know, are you doing okay? You know, do you ask the hard questions? You know, are you gonna hurt yourself? It's hard to say that, but that's the thing. You know, you have to question and then you persuade them not to do anything and then you refer them where to get help. So that's actually a training program that we do in the area here. So that's one of the things. And we have scheduled in the future now some more sessions that we get together for soup and sandwich lunches. We have speakers to come in. We've teamed up teamed up with the Wisconsin Farm Center so they can actually provide vouchers for families to go in and get counseling because a lot of times farmers don't have good insurance and so that's another area that the state of Wisconsin is helping in. You're working on this in Wisconsin. You have this network in rural Wisconsin. From your experiences and what you're learning as you talk about this more nationwide, what resources are there for farmers nationwide? And are, are there other examples of similar things going on across the country? Well, that's the challenge, you know, in rural areas. And a lot of times you're so isolated and spread out. But we've had uh, people from different states contact us about what we're doing. And I was fortunate enough that Tammy Baldwin, our state senator, was out at our farm. And I had a chance to talk to her about our program. So actually, at the federal level, they're doing some things, too, now. They have funding. There's a phone number for a suicidal hotline number, too. And one thing they would like to do, that if somebody calls into the number, that they would direct you to somebody that is basically in agriculture because that's what we're facing out here in the country is that therapists don't understand farming. It is such a unique business and it's not like a normal business in town. When you have this legacy that you know these businesses are handed down for over 100 years, so you want to talk to somebody that understands the struggles that we're going through. 
And for those who may be uh, curious, the number for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is 988. That is 988. So that's one thing about farming is that a lot of us are so isolated out here and that we lack the good you know, therapist to go to. And so I know one farmer had talked to me too about he had problems with his nephew, I believe it was, and he was wondering where you know I could suggest to go. And I called to six different counseling centers and closest appointment that they could get into was three months away. Well, nobody can wait for three months when you're under you know that kind of pressure. So that's one thing that we struggle with out here too. And also a lack of therapists that understand agriculture. It's such a unique business that when you're dealing with these legacy businesses like this, that you wanna talk to somebody that understands that. And so I wish that there'd be more counselors that specifically went into the agriculture area that could help farmers. So that's something we're working on too. Uh, we're talking with Randy Roker about the Farmer Angel Network. Um, what do you see as the future of the Farmer Angel Network? Well, the Farmer Angel Network, I mean, you can go on our website. We have www.farmerangelnetwork.com, or you can email us at farmerangelnetwork at gmail.com to find out what we're doing. And I know we've had people from different states reach out to us, too, and want to know different programs that we're doing. So that's kind of what we're continuing to do is spread the word. And like I said, we're very fortunate for the state of Wisconsin for the Farm Center there because we have the financial consultants there. They have people there monitoring the phone lines if people call in for help. So that's, you know, we're very fortunate to live in Wisconsin where we can have resources available. But I would think if someone were interested in finding out more about what's going on in their region or maybe even trying to start something in their own region, you'd be open to getting that email, gathering more information, taking this effort further. Yes. Anybody can reach out to me. My email is randyroker at gmail.com. Just reach out to me. I'm glad to talk to you about anything. It's just surprising me that at the meetings that I've been to that people come up to me and I never thought that you know sharing my story would lead to something like this. But people come up to me at meetings and they pull me aside and they tell me what's going on in their area. And, you know, it's hard when you don't have the resources available and nowhere to turn. And it's good just to talk to somebody that's been through the same struggle. Is there anything you'd like to add? I think the main thing is to just be there for each other. And that's one thing with my own struggle, too, that it came right down to having a good set of friends that you could you know, rely on. And that's very important that we need to be there for each other and be a good listener. We've been speaking with Randy Roker, a Loganville, Wisconsin dairy farmer and co-founder of the Farmer Angel Network, which focuses on farmer mental health. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. And that's it for today's podcast. For more on the network, visit Farmer Angel Network. It's one word, just like it said, dot com. And for more of the Dairy Defined podcast, you can find and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music under the podcast name, Dairy Defined. Thank you for joining us. 